we, we can so. just lean into it like Cheryl Sandberg. <laughs> yeah. We'll just lean um, in. I'm recording. I'm recording too. I'll probably keep Perfect. all that in there. <laughs> Welcome, wingers. <laughs> I feel like you should like, like a... insert a drum roll. Like, I know. Do you have a drum roll song? Because I, I don't know how to find that no. on iTunes. No. Well, welcome to Winging It, the West Wing <laughs> podcast. My name is Andrea. And I'm Sally. And, and I'm joined by Sally. And to, before we get started, I think we just need to pause for a moment to acknowledge yeah. that this is officially our 100th episode. Yes. This is the most committed to anything I've ever been. It is our most committed relationship by yeah. far. <laughs> and at times more gratifying <laughs> yeah so, yes started from the bottom started now we're here bottom, now i'll probably put that in there started it's really crazy we've officially yeah. recorded 100 episodes without making a dime from them simply because we love the show and we wanted to make something that other west wing fans would enjoy Oh, we're insane. We are a little bit <laughs> crazy, but not really, in case you're somebody that we've asked to be on the show and you're trying to ascertain as to whether <laughs> yes, or not we no, are crazy. we're not really. We're not. Yeah. I think, but yeah, let's all just take a take a moment to say thank you yeah. for listening to us. Thank you yes. for sustaining 100 episodes of entertaining our thoughts. Yeah, if you made it through, especially our beginning days, if you if you stuck yeah. around this long, we are incredibly grateful. Hopefully, we've thank you aged well and gotten yeah. better with time. Thank you for sticking through yeah. the teenage years of our podcast, yeah. where we were just trying to find our footing. Gush- I feel very gushy right now. I feel very sentimental talking about this. You should think girl. about how many cast members we. I know. Like it's a big deal. You guys don't understand what it's you don't understand what it's like. Like we started this show in at my apartment, my like studio apartment in March of twenty fifteen. In yeah. case you're wondering, that is before the West Wing Weekly. I just wasn't sure if you knew that. And uh we recorded ten episodes before we ever had an audience mm-hmm. and then and and we didn't we're not like expert podcasters no. like i just we've googled we have googled every step of the way yeah. how to do this uh we're not sponsored by squarespace yet even though we use squarespace to make this happen and uh we haven't figured out how to be sponsored yet but we're also looking we're into working it. on it and uh just the fact that we were able to Get an audience with uh, Emily Proctor. Let's give a shout out to Emily Proctor for being yeah, our first cast our member. Our first cast member. That's a huge yeah. risk for somebody huge. to take. Yes. And we were out of our minds excited. She was nothing but wonderful. And mm-hmm. from there, being able to get Janelle, like that was huge for us as well. That was huge. And I mean, and it's just, it's, it really has I know. snowballed from there. I, right. It's really, not, it's hard to. <laughs> It's hard to really think about. I'm looking at the pink Spalding ball that Richard yeah. Schiff signed for us and thinking about Aaron Ugh. Sorkin. And it's just uh, nothing would have been possible if you guys hadn't been listening. So thank you. Yeah. We won't go on and on about it. But yeah, we won't. We'll try not to get too mushy, but we appreciate. We really, you really appreciate everything. You are so beautiful. All the, all the tweets and all the subscribers Dude. and all the emails. Like, we are just 
we had no expectations about any of this, really. I mean, I think you can hear that when you talk, when you listen to our second episode. It's like, ah, ha, ha, let's interview Richard Schiff. And, yeah. You know, so we're we're just very appreciative and we love the show and we love all of our listeners. So, whew, all right. So, go Mushy team. Part over. <laughs> <laughs> we need Snuffy to, like, orchestrate that whole thing. Yeah, we do. That, I, feel, I feel like an orchestra inside, a symphony inside. <laughs> yes. To, to pull to quote from Christine Aguilera oh. songs true to form yeah. so okay well now that that's now that the happy part's over I feel over, like we should sing now yeah let's sing now before we have to talk about this episode okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, I just sort of cracked up then, not cracked up, but I just thought about, like, when we're going to sing that for the last time, like, on the finale. Oh my gosh. What? That will be the most insane. So, anyway, let's not talk about that now. Let's talk about this wonderful, beautiful episode that's my favorite in the whole series. Oh, yeah. I mean, just let's only watch (laughs) this episode ever on loop. (laughs) Oh. Although I su- I suppose one more caveat before we go on because I just got some feedback on our last episode which was the um fathers of daughters episode and oh. once yeah the- oh the last episode we recorded I don't know I don't I'm all confused okay <laughs> hi welcome to winging it Sally it's uh Abu El Banat and William on Twitter said he would rather watch the long goodbye than watch that episode huh. That is saying a lot. So anyway, just thought that was interesting. Yeah. What like, you guys think about all these episodes. Yeah, that is interesting. But, uh, um, all right, so let's get into it. Do you want to give okay. us a, a quick TikTok, Sally? Uh, some stuff happens on a plane. <laughs> and my president dies. And... There are no snakes on the plane. Yeah, there's a, there's a bunch know. of presidents. Toby gets drunk. Listen, Toby gets drunk. I would have been fine with that had been the whole episode. Let's do a version of Long Goodbye that only follows Toby and is just Toby getting drunk on planes. No, wait, I lied. Let's also put Toby, let's also put Charlie on the plane. <laughs> Toby and Charlie on the plane with the alcohol. There, done. That, Boom. Yeah. Hit show. No, I completely agree. And yeah. that really was the, the best part of this episode. That really was the best part of this episode. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. That's all you need to know. Okay, so real, real, <laughs> a real TikTok is that a former president has died, and President Bartlett has to go to his funeral, and there is another former president, and then there's also <laughs> President Walken, who's John Goodman, who we already met, who was president for a hot minute. I just love so your tone in all of this. It's so great. <laughs> <laughs> like, do I have to talk so about? So underwhelmed. This? Um, yeah, and. Oh, there's something about the Bill of Rights was stolen from North Carolina to Connecticut. And okay, I could I could turn my I could make my attitude a little bit better. <laughs> Mallory's here for a little bit. Yes. And it's that's those are that, really the big things. Yes, yeah, that's really. that's pretty much it. We do have a litany of special guest stars. So Yeah. Hang on to your hats. We got John Locke yeah. for our lost fans. Terry O'Quinn is back. As is, uh, like we said, John Goodman and Bellamy Young, 
who you yeah. probably all know from Scandal. So I wonder who the West Wing Weekly will probably have on as their special guest. <laughs> yeah, really. They'll probably also get like a former president, maybe a dead one too. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah. that's cool. Hey, and Ned Ryerson from Groundhog Day, Dr. Milkman. Yeah, it was, I wonder like, is it just like an accident? You know, like it, it really did feel like sprinkled with guest stars. It was odd. Oh, and of. James Cromwell. Well, yeah, James Cromwell, uh, who is fantastic. I I love James Cromwell. I know. What's not to like about James Cromwell? I wonder if they did, mm-hmm. if they, no, I guess it makes sense that they had to come up with the story first, but it did feel like, hey, how can we make this more interesting? <laughs> let's, yeah. let's bring in a whole bunch of people and distract like, them from the story. They have the this story. story and they're like, well, we might as exactly. well get all these people to star in it. Yeah. Oh. Also, can we, can we talk about the the beginning with all the fade to black and sound effects and everything and had a very what i'm assuming is a john wells tone to it kind of like an er you know all those like shutdown sounds like dun dun yeah you know yeah well in the the yeah all the music was weird in the opening i liked genuinely the very first opening when the president is in the bathroom and he gets the phone call and the phone's ringing in the bathroom like while he's getting ready. I liked the sort of tenseness of that one tiny scene. Like just that 15 one. 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because like the timeline pops up. You know, it says Monday, 6 p.m. And there isn't a lot of music and it's just the president in the bathroom. The phone rings and you know if the phone's ringing in the bathroom, it's going to be serious. And <laughs> it sets it up. Yeah. Like that initial setup, I'm like, oh, okay, what's happening? When I first watched it, it's like, oh, okay, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And then it's all downhill. Yeah, then it's like, oh, just let the phone ring. We should talk about, like, what doesn't work. Like, what do you think it is about this episode that is not good? I... Because I don't just want to be like, ooh, it's bad. Yeah, I I know. Well, all of the foreign diplomacy (laughs) stuff just didn't come to life. I don't think it had a... It didn't have a... Yeah, I, I think I know what you're trying to say. And I, like, the only word that comes to mind is, like, disconnected. Like, it almost feels like it just didn't reach... It, it, I don't know. It didn't reach what it was trying to say. Like it was fine. It's like an okay idea in the abstract, but it just yeah, didn't get there. It was it just didn't quite it, fully full. It was comparing <laughs> ideologies. It wasn't like there yeah. was a specific, you know, uh, moral gray area that we were actually wading through, or that there was a specific person's yeah. story hanging in the balance. It was right. really just well, this is what I think about this, and this is what I think about this. And so it was really just mm-hmm. three people's – yeah, it did not play. It just didn't. It didn't work. Yeah. It just didn't. It just didn't. And I feel the same way about all of the – you know, the West Wing has always has multiple storylines going on, and they don't always connect. Some of them never interact, but they – they in the good episodes, the multiple storylines sort of work in harmony. Like you can bounce from one to the other, and it fills the space in a satisfying way. And in this, it just felt the the pacing of that felt off. Like it felt like we were bouncing not too much, but it was like the North Carolina and Connecticut thing just didn't jive with me. And being on the plane and the and disjointed Toby drinking and it, there was just something about it that didn't feel. It didn't coalesce. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It did. Yeah. It was missing the the egg in in the in the yeah. cookie. It didn't. Which it didn't and again, like it's it. not like 
those things are connected in previous episodes. Like in, in lots of episodes, there are things that don't touch ever, but somehow they they do go together well. Like it pivots well and it works. You go from a high intense scene to a comedic lesser scene and you if it works well, you care about all the storylines and I just didn't feel that way. I feel like this. the the scenes with the president's talking just didn't feel very human. It just felt very cerebral. Yeah. You know what I mean? It kind of lacked a pulse yeah. for me. And they're all these I mean, great in, actors. Within two scenes, once once they landed where they were going at the funeral, wherever it was, I don't remember where they were even flying to, but once they landed, he had two scenes. There's one scene with um, with James Cromwell where he recites a very long quote. And, like, I get, you know, we know President Barlow's smart. We know he has a lot of stuff memorized. That doesn't really surprise me. But it, it did seem... It didn't seem out of character because again he would reference stuff, but it was like it was it just went on a few lines too long for it to have been something that he was reciting. Mm-hmm. And then in the very next scene with President Bartlett, he recites something again to um, President Walken, and it was just like I don't know, it just didn't work for me. It didn't. Well, it didn't feel real. I don't know. It's true. There were things I did like about. The episode. Not enough for me to actually like the yes. episode itself, of course. But, uh, I mean, and I'm not going to... I'll be, judge us for what you will. But the Josh and Donna thing in this episode... First of all, you got to love an episode when everybody's wearing tuxes. That's, that's a point in its favor. Yeah, that was fun. And as mm-hmm. she's walking up... And this is on the heels of the past episode where he bought her... They had a little flirty exchange, and he bought her some unnamed Christmas gift. Well, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So everybody's wearing tuxes. They're getting ready to go to this function at the theater where Lincoln was shot. And Donna, like, puts her hand on Josh, leans on him to put on her strappy shoes as she's saying she was referencing the first guy she ever slept with when she was 16. Yeah. Like, whoa, girl. Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> Super yeah. forward. I mean, well played, Donna. <laughs> Super well played. Yeah, but I thought it was In funny. what world that's, is that your boss? What's... In what freaking yeah. world? Well, you could say that about so much of the series with them. I think anytime you um, say, he was my first. Wait, was he my first? That is a next level. <laughs> <laughs> that is next level something. Yeah. I think, so other than the, other than the situation room which i mentioned earlier like when we go in the situation room the music i think it was in the situation room the music was very weird when they're figuring out about the protests that felt a little weird in the opening but other than that the setup of the episode like the first act of the episode with them going to the they're going to the thing at the where the theater with lincoln was shot and they're none of them want to ride with the president because he's gonna say stuff right. but at the same time we have this tense diplomatic situation going on and that all felt good to yeah, me. Yeah, me too. And that felt, that felt right. Yeah. And then, it, and Mallory was there. Mallory came there. And then they come in, I think up to the point where they come in and the guy's like, the president's dead. Yes. And Leo's like, oh, what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like after that. Yeah. Every, it sort of started falling It apart. completely derails. First of all, if you're that Secret yeah. Service agent, maybe don't ever walk in and say the president's dead. You don't should only ever, ever say. Yeah, I didn't buy that at president all. President Lassiter They would never say the president's dead. Like, yeah. especially because they set up the fact that they're going to the theater where Lincoln is shot. And so everybody's right. already kind of thinking yeah, about that. Yeah, I don't that. buy that at all. It was like kind of a cheap thing that they didn't even, it was such a short 
run runway to that like ooh yeah did they mean Bartlett and then he's right around the corner it just didn't I don't know yeah I agree I totally agree yeah 100 um, percent but I, agree. I don't want to just like nitpick everything wrong with it but because at the beginning like I said it that was good that felt and, okay to me and Toby and, the, and CJ whole, yeah 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 Toby and CJ felt good CJ joking about why is everybody dressed everybody's getting dressed I thought all that felt very organic and like genuine West Wing to me. Yeah, and then and then what happened? It didn't. <laughs> I don't. I think President Bartlett was really off. Not let's be clear. Not Martin Sheen. <laughs> Martin Sheen not. is always Flawless. on. Um, but I think President Bartlett was off in this episode because well, and he had just gotten his his juju back. He'd just gotten back on the ball. In the last two episodes. And so for him to be so suddenly like wishy-washy and oh, all this stuff. Although I guess at the end of the last episode, he was talking about like suicide and stuff. So I don't know. But like at the end, he's talking to the widow. Mm-hmm. And <sighs> Libby. She, she's, he's like not talking at all. She's like talking to him. And she even said like, who wrote it? And he just doesn't say anything. He like, it's just... <laughs> I don't know. It just, something about him felt off. And I feel like when President Bartlett feels off, it's hard yeah. for any anything else to feel right. It's true. Um, so, also, I was confused during that scene, because I, this is obviously one that I skip in my rewatching experience, so I haven't seen it as much as I've seen other episodes, but... The the set was really distracting to me because I forgot that line where the the widow says, "Oh, he had this oval room built," which okay, I guess <laughs> maybe somebody would do that if they were a former president. But it was just even before well, even before they went in that room, I could tell that they were using the set that should have been Charlie's office to lead into it. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, I knew well, they were re- reusing that set piece. Well, we're supposed to, we know about it already because Josh makes a comment originally that is like, isn't, wasn't he the guy with the Oval Office replica in his library, in his, I think it's his presidential library or museum or whatever it is, um, because I think they're both, and because he says that, and the thing about that is that that's not that weird. I think a couple other presidents have done that. That they have a replica of how they had the Oval Office decorated in their either their libraries or museums or somewhere like that. So that wasn't that that wasn't that strange to me, I guess, because of that. I thought that is one thing I liked about the episode, although I thought they could have done it even better, was I liked the idea of President Bartlett coming into this room where this man has sort of I mean, to some extent kind of lost his mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, he had collected... I mean, not really, but he had collected the sand, and, like, he, he was just... Yeah, the dirt. He couldn't, like, let go of things, which, obviously, like, you were the president. Like, that's a big job. Like, that makes sense. So, I think it could have been interesting to, like, delve into that more. Not to mention that there's a hospital bed yeah. in the room. Yeah, that... And you have President Bartlett, who has MS. Right. That was definitely <laughs> and, present. Yeah. So, that was kind of intense and I, I, I wish that they had like dealt with it more um but it didn't I don't know it didn't like throw me off that much because just because Josh had referenced it earlier oh. 
So I knew he had that room. I don't think I was paying close enough um, attention to that comment from Josh because I was really subtitles, girl. I, you know, <laughs> I think I just didn't care that much. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's hard to pay attention to this. Episode. I think I definitely loved the MVP for me is Toby because that scene where he's yes. drunk on the airplane with <laughs> with Charlie and on the phone with Donna and singing the mash. Uh, suicide is painless song yes i mean that that i just love it if he wasn't nominated for an emmy for that i don't know yeah that was wonderful and not only that but the the best for me was donna asking about it is he drinking i don't think so is he singing i don't think so like that was just that was perfect for me. The only thing that was weird about that was the angle that it was shot in. It was almost like it was like a fisheye. Fish yeah, and they did it. Yeah, they did it a couple other times, and I thought that was just really odd. It was and out of place. I, but I, I kind of liked it, but it it was very noticeable. It was it was very much yeah. like oh, we don't normally get this kind of shot or this kind of lens, right? But they're doing it yeah, anyway. I agree. Maybe it was yeah, to kind I of represent like, Toby's it. state it, of mind. It just... I don't know. Maybe. It just took you out of the thing. It did. they did it also with the other president. I can't remember James Cromwell's real name. Sorry. He calls him D.W., uh, which I guess is his first name. But... Because I thought that was funny. Like, that, again, is like the Diane uh, Mathers, D.W., G., like, George W., like, I, I don't know. Oh, anyway. well, they say, um, oh, sorry, it's President Newman. But I read online that uh, President Lassiter was supposed to be kind of comparable to Ronald Reagan, and that Newman, who is, what, who James Cromwell was playing, is supposed to be comparable to Jimmy yeah. Carter. So take that for what it's worth. Ah, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense, then. Not a ton, um, not a ton to get excited about in the nutmeg state. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't... Because it's not like this is that crazy. Like, oh, North Carolina and Connecticut are arguing over the Bill of Rights. It sounds It sounds just like the kind of crazy thing. I mean, it sounds like the mind control experiments. This should have been Big Block of Cheese Day. Yes. That is very much a Big Block of Cheese Day thing. Yeah. Those two... two both of those things. So that's not out of character for the West Wing. But something, again, just didn't really click with it. I don't know. That's some great analysis, huh? It didn't work. I don't know. It didn't it didn't quite work. It wasn't big block of cheese day. And why does CJ right. always get well, I suppose Sam. Oh, Sam. Uh oh. I suppose Sam also got the weird like UFO type guys. Yeah. But this time it was CJ's, even though it is very much a big block of cheese day sort of thing. And he was and great. It turned out to be a real thing. You know, it wasn't like the UFOs where Right. It was obviously not true. Like, CJ is surprised to find out that, oh, yeah, we might be doing some mind control stuff. Yeah. But the guy's wearing, like, a Hawaiian shirt. Like, they leaned into that pretty hard. That was the best, yeah. Mallory. Yeah, Mallory. Mallory and Leo have a scene that I kind of, I didn't hate it. Not mad about it. (laughs) I thought it was cute that, so Mallory comes and tells Leo that her, her mom is getting remarried. Leo says yeah. he already knows, which I you assume he, he did not. Yeah, right. you can tell he didn't. Uh, yeah, and but I love her line of "I just didn't want you to be alone when you heard." Um, yeah, because that's a different sentiment than "I wanted to be the one to tell you." It was I didn't I didn't want you to be alone when you heard. I thought that was yeah. I thought that was sweet. 
It was interesting so, that they left the camera on Leo's empty yeah, chair and switched I did not the focus that to that. You did not I think did that not you like didn't that. like that? It was no. it was an interesting choice that they did yeah. that. We don't, I don't see the thing about the West Wing for me is like there's so much going on. It should be such a jam-packed show that I don't need interesting choices. I don't need fisheye lenses, and I don't need weird shots on chairs. Like, just yeah. tell me the story. They do great with lighting. Like, the lighting can be different and dramatic, oh. and I think that's fun. Yeah. But like, it's, it just doesn't feel like the West Wing to me when they do stuff like that. And I always, and we've talked about it in a few, even when, even like seasons one through four, there were, there were rare moments where they would have like a really close-up shot or a really... Something that was noticeable that stood out. And I felt the same way about it then. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that I felt said, weird to me. I said other than the scene with Toby and probably the beginning scenes with Josh and Donna and, and things like that. The only other thing I liked about this episode was the photography. Like, uh, there were a lot of, like, cool shots in terms of just the scenery and even yeah. the end where we do have President Bartlett at the Lincoln Memorial. That was cool. Yeah. And even the courtyard yeah. outside at the funeral. You know, like, it, yeah. the, it was pretty. That was mm-hmm. pretty to look at. But if that's the best thing about the episode, aside from the drunkenness, then, eh, yeah, not my favorite. I really, I really did. The Lincoln thing, I feel like, could have been really cheesy. And it probably was to some people. It was, like, a little bit cheesy, but it wasn't, like, sitting on the doorstep cheersing to america cheesy right so it was like just a step below to me i didn't think that the i i i liked or i didn't mind president bartlett being at the lincoln memorial i thought it was cheesy for for the dead president to have said jed go see lincoln and listen i felt like that was cheesy yeah i was like see the thing i kind of liked about it here's what i like about i think that that line is kind of cheesy, but from when on the when when the president's on the plane and he's talking to Toby and he's like he says the thing about like I wish I'd taken more of his calls. He always called me and like Yeah. He was like I thought he was crazy, but like being on this plane with these guys, you realize that they're the only ones who'd really know. And so right. what I liked about it was that even though it was cheesy and even though it was weird, it was sort of it was just a really nice sentiment for him to listen to it and for him to be like, Okay, I'm yes, gonna go that's and true. see what happens. Yeah. Um so I like Yeah, that I didn't part. I didn't mind him going. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Because yeah. it mm-hmm. does it sounds crazy, you know, the, to sign off a letter like that it just it seems like oh crazy old man. And I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. A couple cute lines that I liked, not cute, funny. When Toby is initially drinking and pouring his glass. So Toby's drinking because he doesn't want to write the eulogy, which the widow turns <laughs> out to really like. So Toby's drinking because of that. Yeah. And when he's first drinking, the president and the previous president walk in and he's pouring a drink and he says something like, it's just a prop, sir, to help with the eulogy. And then he says something <laughs> else. He's talking about, he's commenting on what the president's talking about. And President Bartlett has a line about, it's hard to get Toby to speak his mind. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah. Or when Toby is sitting in CJ's office as she's about to change, yes. and she's like, uh, is there something you wanted? He's like, world peace. World peace. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great Toby. Yeah, Toby's probably going to be the MVP. Cute. Uh, the only other yeah. thing is, we talked about it a little bit, but them not wanting to, <laughs> them not wanting to sit with President Bartlett, 
in the initial opening and Josh right. being the one right. to like break the thing again and CJ like bops him over the head with her purse. I thought that was that was cute and fun. Yeah, I I loved everybody trying to avoid the president. I loved the first approximately 4 minutes. Yeah. But those 4 minutes were gold. Agreed. <laughs> so is that is that all we got for the stormy present? Seems was, rather fitting. Yeah, I mean, that was that turned out better than I thought. It's kind of a stormy <laughs> present. Oh, we didn't even mention the title because that that is just. What would you rename it? I, if you could rename it. I don't know, it, but Sally, I wouldn't, and that's why I'm not a writer on a TV show. But I feel. But after we take Aaron Sorkin's masterclass, we'll we'll know yeah. exactly what we should have named. Yeah. It. We didn't even comment on the actual protests and the actual diplomatic thing, but I think that speaks to, like, how little I was interested in it. So. (laughs) We're very deep, we promise. (laughs) It just wasn't. No, we are. I mean, I am. In other storylines, I am. Like, there are other storylines where, because this was sort of a wait and see storyline. Like, they were trying to decide what to do, and, like, it was sort of a limited time, and they're finding out interesting information. Well, you can't see me, but I put interesting in quotation marks. Um, air quotes. Yeah. 100 episodes in and we still don't know that you can't use air yeah. quotes on a podcast. Um, but that just something about it didn't click. Like, I, again, it lost the... And we even met the guy that was part of the royal family. And it's still just... I just di- didn't have that... I don't know. It didn't have that, that catch for me. That suck you in kind of sure. moment. So... Yeah. Oh, Agreed. Wow. I'm sure I'm sure you're not alone in that. Yeah, I don't think so. Um I won't feel I won't lose any sleep over it. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. And if you can't sleep, just put on <laughs> this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but watch watch the scene with Toby on the plane first. Yeah. Definitely. And maybe that Josh and Donna so, one because that'll keep you awake. Toby's our MVP, I think. There for you go. The drinking yep. and then the eulogy. So Yes. Go Indeed. To- there you have it, our friends. The <sighs> stormy present. We did it. We made it through. Forgot how much I didn't really like this episode, but we the things that were redemptive about it have their own merit. <laughs> so uh, if you have thoughts you want to share with us about this one, maybe you vehemently disagree with us, you yeah. can email us at the West Wing Weekly at whatever their email address is. And if you agree with us, our email address is the West Wing Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com or on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Wing and Pod. And thank you for those of you who have left us uh, positive reviews on iTunes and rated us with more than four stars. Uh, <laughs> it, it definitely helps us. Get, it helps us get more uh, podcast guests. So if you haven't done that yet, it's super quick. If you don't want to write like a a review, then you can just press the number of stars you would give us. Five. (laughs) Five if you want it. And uh, we will talk to you again very soon for an episode that we'll probably like more. So there you have it. Bye, guys. (laughs)